With LinkedIn Jobs, we tap into a network of more than a billion professionals to help you find quality professionals quickly and easily for any role you need. Marketing wizards? Found them. Software engineers? Found. That project manager I could never seem to hire? And found. LinkedIn Jobs quickly matches your roles with candidates with the right skills and experience. In fact, 86% of small businesses get a qualified candidate within 24 hours. Post your first job for free and get started at linkedin.com slash spoken. That's linkedin.com slash spoken. Terms and conditions apply. Man, my nipples are just... You know, one, one problem that I've got... Tell me. Even if it's hot out, this... Oh, you got hard nips? Yeah. It's, uh, I don't know what the issue is. I don't know if it's the the cotton rubbing against them. They're just so eager to get out and make an appearance. Mine are hard. Yeah. Plus, it's cold in the studio. Cold in the stewed. Cold in the stewed and the nips hard. Yeah, man. (laughs) Speaking of studs. Yeah, this, uh, is your desk sticky at all? My my desk and and my chair. It's sticky. It stinks like shit. Yeah, and there were there were um, fingernail fingernail clippings on my seat. I don't know if they were clippings or if people are biting. And I didn't realize it until I saw the new the new TMG has a new show, right? Foul Tip, which is great, but there's one little issue: they're using our desks and our chairs, and it's disgusting. It's disgusting. Zach and Waleed, I think I've got Zach's. I've got Waleed's. Yeah, these little grimy. Gremlins are uh they're animals. They don't know how to they don't know how to fucking I don't know what their deal is, what they're doing. I don't know if they were eating something or what, but uh God almighty. Should we give them a call? Yeah, I'm kind of pissed off. Let's fuck why not? They're part of the family now. Give them a can you give them a it's it's not too early for them, right? If it is, we gotta wake their ass up. Yeah. They we, we gotta teach them a thing or two about uh in studio etiquette. You know, we're sharing a space. You can't you can't just you can't just do that kind of thing. Give it a give it a once over so that it's not sticky. And also what was he what was he drinking coke and spitting it everywhere? What are you facing? Oh, I've on? got I've got Zach here. Let's see if Waleed picks up. Well, you can't hear him. You gotta put the you gotta put the audio. Oh, sorry. Maybe we should just do this audio. Where's Waleed? Where's your co host? I don't live with him. <laughs> <laughs> oh, here he is. Oh my god, coming in. What the fuck is going on over there? Are you just calling to wish us a good morning? No, I'm calling to see what's going on with these desks and chairs. We got fingernail clippings. Yeah, what the fuck (laughs) over there? You guys, I got fingernail clippings on my thing. It smells like shit and it's sticky. It's sticky. What are you, in third grade? (laughs) Wait, is Ben's on my uh, desk? Yeah. Okay, I was super nervous and ass sweat is like sitting in the chair. So, um... I'm a sweaty guy, so bad. Yeah. Yeah. And, and, and if you're on my desk, I engraved you a little message if you look under the... Uh, With your nail clippings? Too. No, yeah. Zach, the the nail... Unless Waleed's nail clippings jumped all the way over <laughs> onto my shit. <laughs> we were playing... Um, you guys ever play that, that game in, in middle school or whatever where you flick the piece of paper in between the thumbs like a field goal? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's what we were doing with our nails. Oh, it's, a, cool. it's a segment on our podcast. Yeah, we're huge sports guys. Have you Man. guys listened to our episode yet? Yeah. It's sports. Yeah, no, I got that. Everything's sticky. Yeah. <laughs> did you guys spit on everything? <laughs> there is also yeah, what is... the segment where the, the cum joke. Well, lead with the cum in there. Oh, yeah, where we stand on the desk and we cum everywhere. Yeah. You guys used real cum? Jesus. We're method actors. All right. Well, at least we got to the bottom yeah. of it. 
Thanks, boys. But let this be a warning to you. Clean up. Are you guys staying uh, for the rest of this uh, of the time at the desk, or are you guys moving? <laughs> yeah. No. Yeah. We're no. We're gonna leave right now. We just started recording. We're actually gonna take off. So. <laughs> Sure, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah we're but coming. I'm gonna get revenge on your couch if you've got one. <laughs> Sticky it, it up. What does that message say that I wrote for you on the desk? What does it say? Read it out loud. Look under. Jesus Christ! For the audio listener, Emil is looking under his desk for whatever message isn't there. I don't see it. Oh, well, we got cleaned up. Anyways, it said. <laughs> Oh, that's great! Great timing. His 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 audio is cutting out. <laughs> and there's a little there's a little uh, exclamation point on his. We lost him. We literally. <laughs> All right, boys. we'll never know. All right, hang up. Bye. Good God damn. <laughs> Apple shares were just getting hammered this morning. This is this is unsustainable. This is untenable. We got to do something about this. We can't share a space like this. No, no, no. I'm. I, I need. Uh, it's disgusting in here. I need my own space. What do you think is the solution? Just give me. We a- need a final solution. Well, I wouldn't say that. Yeah, sure. Give me a couple weeks to look into this. I. Uh, okay. I'm, I'm gonna be down in uh, by the piers, if you know what I'm saying. I'm gonna be looking for something. We talking Columbo? Maybe. Hmm. Stay tuned. Yeah, folks. Yes. Maybe. Maybe we'll. Uh, maybe we'll. We'll see what I can dig up. Will what will escape the surly bonds of of these of this set? Yeah. Instead of sharing it with those two hucksters, I can't be coming back knowing there's uh, messages left for me. Yeah. Like coming, I'm I'm uh, I'm in fourth period math. Walid was in here before. Oh, I hated that in high school and shit when the desk would be all warm from the previous dipshit. <laughs> God. That's such a Ben complaint. Oh, yeah. That was when my OCD was peak because I started becoming hyper aware of like, oh, there's other kids. What did you do when you lived in New York? Were you able to like sit on oh, the yeah, subway? Oh, yeah, it was fine. Yeah, I would sit on the subway. No problem. What about when the seat was warm? Yeah, no problem. I wouldn't sit on any of the corner seats because I know that that's where you don't sit. I remember, you know how the seats would, the individual ones, the old ones, where it was like, it's like orange and brown yeah. in there? Yeah. And they, they had those dips in yeah. the seats? Sure. Well, I got on one morning and there was um, liquid liquid in the in the seat, and so we were all like, "Ugh!" And no one would sit on, it, even though it was a crowded train. And then some guy in a suit gets on, just plops down on it, and we're like, "Oh!" And he's immediately like, "What was it? What was?" It? And we're like, "We don't know, man. We don't yeah, yeah. know." And we just got off at the next stop. Why didn't anybody warn the guy? He just got on so quickly. Uh, it was yeah. like, "Ooh, a seat." Yeah. Mm. Uh, well, folks, so. Uh, I got some bad news. You know, normally right about is the time that we do the disclaimer. And after you, hours, people knew about this last week. Yeah. That's but, what you get when you, that's the kind of exclusive you're getting. Right. But uh, so the, we do have to say, check the disclaimer in the description box. Read that shit. You got to click see more. But uh, this is Glenn's last see week. But. See more butts. You said it. It's Yeah. Oh, I did. It's Glenn's last week. 
So we we wanted to give him a chance to say goodbye to us and goodbye to all of you. And so here he is. We're connecting live with the man himself. Wow. Glenn. How you doing, hey, Glenn? I'm well. How are you? Glenn, oh, is that a uh, is that a better. is that a Zoom background? Uh no, actually I am um in the office today. Wow. Look oh at you. boy, look at that view. What where is the office? We're on downtown Manhattan. What Ooh. floor are we on right now? Uh, the 23rd. Oh, 23rd yeah, floor. Yeah, wow, Michael Jordan's floor, huh? Yes. Oh, <laughs> baby. What's that pin on you? Is that a pin or a logo on the shirt? It's a logo. Uh, this is actually one of my dad's old shirts. I oh. just brought it out today for the occasion. Ooh, wow. He'd be proud. What? What is that logo? Is it a I've sailboat? Seen... Yeah. yeah. I think this is a shirt from Nordstrom's. Yeah, but <laughs> what's the logo? A sailboat? Yeah, it's a sailboat. Oh, oh right. For, apropos for, for the, the for the has, occasion. It actually has a little uh, N on it for Nordstrom. Oh, oh Nordstrom brand. Have, yeah, wow. I didn't even know that they had that. Man, that shirt must be ancient. Guy, <laughs> All right, so I said that shirt must be ancient. I didn't even think that Nordstrom had. Well, again, it was my dad, so he's been gone 12 years. So Holy it's been a moly. While. Yeah. So why don't you break the news to everybody? What's going on? Uh, well, well, I already know, did break it, but yeah, further. I'm very, sad, very sad to say that I am, uh, I'd be leaving T uh, three tomorrow. It will be my last day. Oh boy. Wow. Uh, had another opportunity present itself that was too good, too good to turn down. Yeah, uh, I fuck. I should have had a joke lined up that he's gonna be, you know, the. The taste, the official taste tester of Briar's ice cream. There you go. There's a yeah. There you go. <laughs> oh, yeah. So Glenn's even to be the official taste tester for Briar's ice that cream. That is too good to do. Every, every flavor. <laughs> yeah, baby. So you're abandoning us and leaving us. With uh, the... Well, I don't look at it like that because, uh, other than being your compliance officer for the last 51 episodes, I consider you guys my friends. Yes. I I will never abandon you, and you guys know that if you ever need a compliance opinion or guests on the show or friend to talk to when your trading's not going so well or we love it Neil, if you ever need to reach out to me for anything you guys know i'll always be there yeah thank you glenn and I'm, i'll always be there for anybody in the audience who needs me as well wow there he is everybody wait and, and bingo as well hello and bingo. And bingo yes uh, we love bingo <laughs> so uh who's the new guy because i'm going to be giving a shout out to a new man yeah, the new guy, his name is Stephen Pakowski. Stephen. Stephen Pakowski, that is one hell of a name. That is one compliance name if I ever heard one. <laughs> yeah, but, you know, he, he he seems like a sharp guy. I've been training. That's why I'm in the office today. I've been training him for the past uh, few days. Uh, I think you, he'll be almost as good as me. Okay. Yeah, well, you set the bar very high, my friend. Big shoes to fill. Thank you. Thank you Does he know much. about us? Uh, yes, as a matter of fact, I introduced him to Ben yesterday. Oh, nice. We spoke on the phone briefly. You said his name was Thomas last week. I know. Well, I was, yeah, because Thomas was going to be. Originally, what was supposed to happen is one of my colleagues here oh, okay. named Thomas was going to do it, but my job was filled before I left, so I I gave it to the new guy. So, so Glenn, you'll be happy to know people people love you so much. When Glenn said it on last week's um, episode, there was a bunch of commenters who were like, they were already like, we hate Thomas. We want Glenn. And uh, <laughs> so, guys, we're going to give Stephen a chance, all right? We're going to, we're going to, we got to give Stephen the uh, opportunity to be our new compliance guy. But 
That's not to say that there won't be any hazing. <laughs> well, we're gonna haze Steve. We're gonna yeah, we're gonna give him swirlies and wedgies and stuff from from across the fucking country. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, anyway, Glenn, we we love you. We appreciate you for for being a friend of the show for Thank so you. long. And it's been a uh, pleasure, an absolute pleasure to be part of the show. I think you guys are terrific. I think you're destined for big things. Oh, we hope Thank so. You so much. Yeah, we only got I, one I advertiser so you know, this week, but just because I am not uh, uh, going to be approving the show anymore, I will still be. I'm going to sign up for TMG, and I'm going to still be watching. Yeah, baby. Brings a tear to my eye. Hell I'm yeah. Gonna bring, I'm going to stay with the Glenheads and keep everybody <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> keep everybody watching. Good, good, good. Well, Glenn, we wish you the best of luck, and we know that you're going to you. be um, tremendous at your at your new job, wherever that may be. And Thank you. Um, yeah, tell listen, everyone. Ben, just 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 while I'm gone, just you know, behave yourself. Oh, I'll do my best, right. sir. Tell everyone at the Briars Factory we said hello. Yeah. Well, I'll send you some samples. Oh, fuck <laughs> yeah. yeah. Cookies and cream for me, please. The stuff, the stuff that I think is really good, I'll send to you guys. Thank you. Great. Well, Glenn, have a good weekend. Thanks for having me, guys. I love you. Thanks. Thanks. Love, love you too, you, Glenn. There he goes, everybody. <laughs> there he goes. Glenn, uh, we're going to miss him. Hardest working man in compliance. Hardest working man in compliance. Recording stop. Recording oh, stop. Recording stop. There we are. Uh, hey guys, we want to take a quick break to thank another sponsor of today's episode, ClickUp. Imagine having one extra day every week. More time to cook healthy meals, work on that novel you're writing, or just binge some good reality TV. You know what I would do with an extra what would day you do? meal? Nothing. I love that. I would sleep. A little bend time. A little bend time. Now it's all possible with ClickUp the productivity platform that'll save you one day a week on work, guaranteed. ClickUp began with the premise that productivity was broken. There were too many tools to keep track of, too many things in entirely separate ecosystems. There had to be a more productive way to get through the daily hustle. ClickUp is the one tool to house all your tasks, projects, docs, goals, spreadsheets, and more. ClickUp is built for teams from one to over 1,000. It's packed with features and customization options that no other productivity tool has so you can work the way you work best. Whether you're in project management, engineering, sales, marketing, or HR, ClickUp has easy-to-use solutions that create a more efficient work environment. So join the more than 800,000 highly productive teams using ClickUp today. Use code TRILL to get 15% off ClickUp's massive unlimited plan for a year, meaning you can start reclaiming your time for under $5 a month. Sign up today at ClickUp.com and use code TRILL. Hurry, this offer ends soon. Well, we got a big episode for you this week. There's a whole bunch of shit going on. The rail workers are striking, maybe like a hundred thousand of them, because they they don't the train horns are we too don't loud. Know. I, that's, that's the why. problem. They're Everyone's like, you train... gotta turn these goddamn things down. You gotta turn them down. And Warren Buffett's like, I'll never turn that fucking horn down. I'll never turn it down. Uh, no, we actually. I mean, the the bummer is that. So you know, go ahead, do it tomorrow for us. No, yeah. tomorrow for us. Yesterday for you. Yeah. Yeah. So it's today, not that hard, dude. But today. <laughs> today for us. I imagine everything will be different tomorrow. Yes. When this actually comes out. Today for you. Uh, 
the listener. Yeah, right. <laughs> and the viewer. Today for you guys, today maybe everything Today for you will, will be very different than yesterday for us. No, yes. today for us. Yes. Uh, because <laughs> the White House is, uh, the, the Biden administration has already said that they've reached a tentative deal with the unions. And, um, but now rank and file has to vote on it. And so they're already kind of celebrating. But Wait, the Biden administration said that they reached a deal? Not the, not the railroads themselves? Yeah, it's a tentative deal. They're uh Oh yeah, okay. So <clears throat> Biden's already For a little it background a, a info, they there've been problems for months now, right? And so basically the Biden administration put together this thing, the Presidential Emergency Board, and they've been working with the unions and the railroads to uh reach a deal. Yeah. The PEB basically said this is what we think you guys should do. Uh the unions did not like it. They said, you know, these terms don't do anything to address the things we're talking about because when you read and watch a lot of, you know, these union guys, what they're talking about is, you know, yes, they'd like a little bit more money. Railroads are, uh, they're making record profits throughout sure. all this and they're not seeing any of that. But a huge problem is the uh, working conditions, quality of life stuff. Uh, they're on call issues. 24-7. Right. Um, they no weekends off. <clears throat> can't get it. Yeah. Don't get weekends. They can't get a day off to go to the doctor. If they do, they get punished. There's this new um, attendance policy where if they do those things, they get docked. Um and none of those things were addressed in the PEB recommendation. And the bummer is, it you know, we were looking at it this morning when we were driving in. They're calling, you know, they're they're congratulating themselves on this tentative deal, but it's impossible to... Yeah, all the union people are saying it's dog shit. Well, I guess the union heads agreed to it, but now it has to be voted on. But if you... By everyone in the union? Yeah, all the rank and file is members it, have to How vote. does it pass? Is it a simple majority? Is it a two-thirds? I don't know. I don't know. And there, it's, but so the, the strike won't go until all the votes are tallied. Um, so they have averted a strike for a little bit. But, I mean, and that's the thing. The uh, There's this guy. I think his name's Michael Lindsay. He's a, he's a union guy who's mm-hmm. been talking to a lot of the media. Yeah, he's a leader. He was saying even if they avert the strike and get a deal, it might have the same effect as a strike anyway because people will just leave the job because if because if these things aren't addressed you know it's already happening a lot there's a lot of people leaving the jobs yeah and the railroads have been cutting jobs i think since 2015 about 30 percent of the workforce has been cut wow and people can't live like this yeah it's uh it's impossible there's tons of complaints about the way it's going on you know and the rails have changed a lot right they they used to have much shorter trains, and you would be working with crews of four to five people. The raises workers will receive as part of this deal will be the biggest ones they have received in more than four decades. The railroad industry has said that average rail worker salaries were weak. Yeah, but I don't know if that's because I think, yeah, that, that uh, pay raise was going to be part of it already. They were getting like a 24% yeah. raise, but... That's not all they want. They don't just right, want, right, right. oh, yeah, okay, yeah, well, yeah, how much yeah, no, time that's... off will workers get? The deal includes one additional one additional paid leave day a <laughs> right. year. Thank you, sir. May I have another? But railroads also agreed to let workers take unpaid time off for doctor's appointments and medical procedures without being penalized under their attendance rules. The unpaid time off is a key concession that addressed some of the union's concerns about working conditions. Under the current system at BNSF and Union Pacific, Workers receive a set number of points, and they lose points any time they take time off. If workers use up all their points, they can be disciplined or even fired. What the fuck? And look, keep reading. So this was a big. So this is a big thing. They keep and this was one of the most frustrating things about reading 
the coverage of it. So in the New York Times and the Washington Post, they re- you really couldn't find out what the unions were asking for, right? Mm-hmm. And they kept pointing to the fact that they had been offered more money, which they have. But when you look at... So I think when you factor in inflation to that 24% um, pay raise... Mm-hmm. With inflation so high, I think it ends up being a pay cut at the end of the five years. And then they're also going to be on the hook for more uh, money out of their own check for the health insurance. Workers will have to pay a larger share of their health insurance costs, capped at 15% of total cost of the insurance plan. So if if health insurance, and and it's a percentage, so if health insurance costs go way up, they're paying way more money. Already one union rejected a deal. Oh, yeah, yeah. We knew about that. Um, Stop saying um. Shut the fuck up. You're saying um too many times. I'm trying to figure out what the fuck's going on. <laughs> yeah, but... <laughs> <laughs> Wait, when did this come out, by the way? This was 15 minutes ago. 15 minutes? What's the But he- there's still no new... There's. I don't think there's any new news about whether or not... 46. Um, so the strike is going to go. Josh Funk is the... Josh the Funk. Of the- now, you guys might be... Thinking to yourself, what do I fucking care if these railroaders strike, right? Because you're not going to get your hamburgers on time. You might not. I Everybody mean, knows that burgers come on trains. Burgers do? Yeah, everything comes on trains. I think 40%, I read, is it 40% of? 30%. I 30% think. comes, and then the rest is on trucks? Yeah. And then the rest is Grubhub. Yeah. Grubhub and Uber Eats is where. Well, the are you talking about from. hamburgers only? Yeah, hamburgers. Oh, okay, I don't think it's thirty percent of hamburgers. Well, we're in a hamburger economy. Of, uh, shipments. We are in a hamburger-based economy. Sorry, I said. Uh, sometimes I take a second to think. I also think it's your own auditory. Well, you sent me that idea. thing about autism and, and how you can have. It's called misophonia, which I have. Yeah, and but it's, that's more of a sensitivity to like. Eating sounds and and certain repetitive sounds. Right. Well, repetitive sounds can be uh and uh. Right. So maybe just you know relax. It's hard for me. I know, but it's, it's like being. It's like be. It's like you know you put an autistic guy in the middle of a train yard. Try to get him to focus. But it's hard for me when I have to talk on here and you're like, I can hear you breathing, and you're like, I'm not okay, saying I can hear you, you breathing. You've never complained about me I've, taking breaths. In? There's a difference between never complaining com- about someone breathing and just. Have Taking you, chronic, right in the middle chronic? of chronic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Get it's real. not chronic. You're right. It's not chronic, but it's you know breathing in whatever is one step below chronic. See, I try to just <clears throat> clear my throat. The I guy who bur- the, the guy who burps into the mic <laughs> consistently doesn't Listen, l- doesn't let me breathe. You're right, but I'm trying. I I, I got to try. That's all I can do is try to not burp, and I haven't been. Why don't you try to let me be myself? And I'm just trying to help improve the experience overall, even though literally no one has ever said anything. No one has ever, ever. said anything. But It's it, just it, like a common way people talk. But it drives me insane when people do that. Well, maybe, and then it makes it hard for me to focus. Well, I'm sorry, pal. Fuck. So you might be asking yourself, what happens if the... So, oh, wait, I should, I should send this in. This was a really great uh, example of how far-reaching this impact could be. So someone, um, I won't even send it in because it's going to take too long. I'll just read Twitter? it. Yeah, there was basically this tweet, <clears throat> friend who works for the railroad, when I asked if they'll be okay if the strike goes. And the friend responded, my savings will last longer than the rest of the economy if we strike. Meaning things are going to shut down so quickly. Oh, yeah, yeah. You should be more worried about the economy yeah. and yourself because there, there could be mass shortages. 
so the deadlock puts President Biden in a complicated position. His administration has taken pains to restore and fortify the supply chain, which was deeply disrupted by the coronavirus pandemic, which we've talked about on end. You know, things are, you know, starting to normalize a bit. We were just talking about how there were uh, that backup of ships at the port it has finally just been finally cleared. cleared out, right? So a disruption yeah. could be far-reaching, affecting a wide range of good. Trade groups uh, re- representing the agricultural industry and manufacturers of consumer products said disruptions would hurt their members and have called on Congress to intervene if necessary. Uh, a disruption of service would cost more than $2 billion per day in economic output, idle thousands of trains, and result in widespread product shortages and job losses. Rail accounts for about 20 28% of U.S. freight movement, second only to trucking's nearly 40%. So, I wonder if this will lead to... Mm-hmm. If they wanted to try to recover and use trucks, you know how many trucks they would need to cover the... Uh, yes. Does it say? Yeah. I'm going to guess 560,000 trucks. Honestly, really close. More than 460,000 additional trucks would be needed Damn, each day so to carry. Damn, so close. But the problem is there are some things that are just too heavy to carry by truck. Right. Um, like, like... There you go. Do it. Go ahead. <laughs> like your mom. Nice. There it is. Uh... Like the McDonald's quarter pounder. Too heavy. Too heavy. Yeah. It's a quarter pound. Yeah. Well, after they cook it, it's probably significantly less than a quarter pound. They make that sound so fucking big. A quarter pound is not that much. Give me a pound. Give me a half pound. Don't give me any. I mean, don't give me any. Wasn't there a story of, because people are so stupid that uh, they thought, like someone was doing a half pound, but they, they saw one you know, one two. over two, and they thought, and they were like, "Well, that's left. smaller. I'll get the quarter pounder." Yeah, <laughs> Maybe I'm making that up. Man, no, I, that sounds perfectly correct. Uh, but yeah, I'm, I'm. Uh, it sucks because tomorrow this could all be. It could all be nothing. Um, no, but it would still, it would still have a lasting impact on rail work. I mean, we're already it. seeing it. Amtrak, Amtrak canceled all of their long distance. All of their long distance trips. Right. Uh, people stopped certain shipments of certain products already, and so yeah. Even if even if it's a very short strike, I mean, they they were saying at a week you see real damage in the U.S. economy. Uh, Two billion dollars a day. A strike will mean re- reduced gas production, spoiled crops, choked off supply of new cars, and empty shelves at stores over the holidays. Your commute may be snarled. Factory workers. There could be temporary layoffs in the near future. Didn't Warren Buffett comment on this? Did he already? He co- owns one of the railways. BNSF? Yeah. Or Union Pacific? I think BNSF. BNSF? Yeah. So, hey, Warren Buffett, you're about to die anyway. It's You're knocking on death's door. Just give him a little bit. But this is the, th- this on, is the thing. You are watching the railroads look to the Biden administration and be like, crush this. Like They're literally railroading them. They're saying, we would rather tank the U.S. economy than and- give these motherfuckers weekends. Yeah. Then let these guys go to doctor's appointments unpunished. Yeah, it's uh, it it's really crazy to think about how. Yeah, corporate greed. And Bi- the Biden administration may do it. They may try to force this. Um, yeah, because they can't afford another they, big L. They may try to force this contract down their throat. They'll probably. It wouldn't surprise me if they would do some kind of backdoor deal with the railroads. Like, hey, give them the things and then we'll give you some kind of tax, tax break tax break or some shit. That'll probably end be that'll probably be what ends up happening. Does that sentence make sense? That'll probably be what ends up happening. Yeah, it came out natural. Nice. Thanks, dude. So uh, but I mean it could be a loss either way. I mean, I don't 
you know, Biden has been trying to be this like pro worker guy, right? Yeah. When uh when the Staten Island Amazon warehouse unionized, he was like, Amazon, we're coming for you. Which was very weird. Remember he whispered it? Oh yeah, yeah. And uh but he he doesn't do much you know, maybe he'll let his big dick hang here for a second. I doubt Biden, it. Joe Biden's got a big dick? Yeah, I've seen it. I bet he's got a big dick. You think so? Yeah, I bet his dick head looks exactly like his face. Just a smaller little his head. Hey, Jules, is it time? Time for what? Time to have sex, Jules. So, <laughs> but I mean, <clears throat> this is all in the backdrop of inflation going up correct in august 0.1 percent and this is not going to help prices come down no no sir it is not so when we recorded last wednesday i mentioned so yeah that was last wednesday we recorded because we did the tmg live thing on thursday and as of that wednesday you remember i mentioned that trend line that we were bouncing off of just about to start bouncing off of there's a key thing here so I know we're kind of switching gears here to being a more trading-oriented topic Well, let's here, talk about what happened real well, quick. Well, it does. The... It, it does. So, real fast, that was a good risk-reward for profiting in the short term off of calls. So, like, the fact that it didn't break that trend line, hey, boom, I'm gonna. that's a good risk-reward for me to, to go on the long side. But then after that, we had the Tuesday uh, Consumer Price Index, the CPI, came in, and... It wasn't good, and the smart move was to use that rally to kind of reduce exposure. Would you say that something was finally not priced in? Yeah, because everybody, happened, folks. everybody was yeah, because everybody was anticipating it was supposed it was to gonna go drop. down by point one percent. Yeah, it was supposed to drop, and it went up by yeah. 0.1%. So, but if you look at it this way, so we had four straight green days. We just rallied off of that trend line. So with that Tuesday data you knew was coming out, that was kind of a bad risk reward for further upside. Um, and so we like reflexively dropped back on Tuesday. We had one of the worst days ever. And so we're now, I think as of right now recording this, we are breaking that trend line. And so that was kind of a fake out and a follow through because the fake out was, oh, it looked like we were going to break that trend line. We bounced. And then the follow through now is back down to the downside we um the momentum totally reversed and uh yeah tuesday had the s&p with its fifth largest day uh one point one day point drop in its history of 177 points and so a ton of shit was down every single tech stock was down every member of the nasdaq 100 was down on tuesday um yeah which is the first time that happened in a long time right yeah. every was it 2008 or was it March 2020? Might have been both of those. I don't know. But Apple... Well, it couldn't be both. It was the first time it happened since something. Oh, oh. <laughs> I, I I didn't see that stat. It might have been It might have been March 2020. That would make sense. But Apple lost $155 billion in market cap on Tuesday. So you think the they'll amount, recover? Yeah. The <laughs> amount that they lost in market cap was... The, the amount that they lost was bigger than the entire total market cap of the bottom 450 companies in the S&P 500. Oh, which is, uh, that hurts my head to think about. Because I remember when Apple was a $155 billion company just outright. 
and for them to lose that much just in a single day and still be standing because they're what? Wait, they lost $155 billion in a day, which is more than the valuation of how many companies? The bottom 450 companies in the S&P 500. The total value of those companies combined. I feel like that kind of checks out. It is I mean, a, it that's is a staggering number. That's, I can't even, it's, it's almost, yeah, it's almost incomprehensible to wrap your head around just how big that company I think, yeah, company Apple is. is fucking gigantic. Yeah, and it pisses me off to think about- And who owns a large chunk of it? Who? Warren Buffett? Yeah. Does he? Mr. Doesn't he? I want to say he reduced his uh, his exposure to it. But yeah, the CPI increase was due to food, shelter, and medical care services, which offset the decline in gas, which I guess is what everybody was thinking was going to lead to the drop in it. But um, So the CPI, the reason why everybody reacted that way is because it means we're not out of the woods yet, and it means that the Fed is going to have to continue being super aggressive in their... Yeah, they were saying 75 basis points, but now people are fucking screaming. They were like, give us 100. Yeah, give us 1%. Give and, us 100. Yeah, and it's so fuck. It's so hard to trust the Fed now because, I mean, when you look at their reaction to COVID, it was there's not going to be inflation. Then it was like, there's going to be a little bit of inflation. Then, you know, it was... it's There is inflation, but it's transitory. And then it got out of control. So... They've kind of cried wolf so much that their messaging just kind of you can't trust them. And now they're so now with their soft landing thing, they've gone from, oh, we're looking for a soft landing to soft dish landing. And now they're saying, oh, there's going to be pain for consumers and businesses. So it's kind of shitty. And but the message there will be a landing. Yeah. We just can't say <laughs> if it's going to be upside down or on the side. So. The message is now clear that they're going to be tight on policy even when inflation starts to slow. Right. So it just just like they were late to the to the game to tighten policy, they might also be on the other side of that. They might be late to loosen up once inflation starts to slow. So which could be really bad. I don't know if you yeah. did you see the thing where so the Fed's own economists are warning that they could cause a severe recession if they keep going like this and they um it's actually really interesting cuz how many times have you heard about Paul Volcker throughout all this? Oh, in, so in the 1980s, Everybody's right? obsessed with that tall motherfucker. <laughs> tall Paul, baby. Tall Paul, six foot seven but or whatever the fuck. What this study by the Fed's own economist is talking about is the depression of 1920. And they, um, they 1920? point- 1920? Yeah. Not 29? No. There was one in 20? So <clears throat> they point to a lot of similarities, right? They're coming out of a war, uh, influenza- the Spanish flu, all these things, right? Mm -hmm. And they think it's going to be very similar to that. Let me see if I can find some of what they're talking about. Uh, oh, yeah, this is from The Intercept. Ken Klimpetstein found it, but no one's talking about this. The study published July 27th the Federal, by the Federal Reserve Board of Governors looks at the Depression of 1920, the circumstances of which are eerily similar to today. The Federal Reserve Board, the main governing body of the Fed, has over 400 economists who conduct research for consideration by other economists. Uh, so... The U.S. had just come out of a pandemic, the Spanish flu, that killed 657,000 Americans. Since many of those who died were workers, this meant that there were more job openings than workers to fill them. Sounds Gra familiar. Yeah, granting the surviving workers granting the surviving worker, workers more bargaining power. A tight labor market naturally led to high, un high employment and raising real wages. 
Uh, like today, consumer spending was also recovering then because of World War One had ended now because the disruptive effects of the coronavirus pandemic are wearing off. Despite the strong job market, inflation was also relatively high and for similar reasons. At the end of World War One, the United States was experiencing strong growth and unruly inflation driven in part by an expansionary fiscal policy and an accommodative monetary policy. Sounds familiar. Right? When the Fed's aggressive policy in 1920 did, did succeed in tamp- tamping down inflation, the study found that it also had a devastating effect on workers. In 1920, the Federal Reserve Banks hiked their discount rates to tame inflation, and the U.S. economy entered a, entered a severe re- recession now known as the Depression of 1920. And this is not to, they're not totally against hiking rates. Right. I think they're against... Uh, how rapidly they're hiking. I want to see this right here. Asked how the Fed squares its rate hikes with the contrary findings of its own study, the spokesperson for the Fed Board of Governors pointed to a disclaimer on the study that states, quote, the analysis and conclusions set forth are those of the authors and do not indicate concurrence by other members of the research staff or the Board of Governors. So basically, this is just this one guy kind of going rogue, which kind of sucks. He's saying that, yeah, I am part of the Fed I'm one of the Fed economists, but what I'm finding, it's kind of shitty. He's throwing himself under the bus kind of Well, I think saying. he has to. I mean, he can't yeah. say, I speak for the entirety of the Fed. Yeah. Though the authors of the study aren't opposed to Fed uh, interest yeah, rate hikes. Yeah, that's what I was just saying. So, they caution against using rate hikes in rapid succession, as the Fed is currently doing, due to the delay it takes the economic offense effects of rate hikes to register. Right. So what you're talking about, where they're just going to keep hiking, yeah, even as things start to cool? Yeah. That's when they can just really fuck us and throw us into a tailspin. Yeah, because they, in December of 1919 is when they first started really hiking them. And it wouldn't be until the recession started in 1920 and lasted until 1921. And then everything was fine till then. Yeah, everything, nothing happened. Everything, great. 1929, nothing (laughs) happened. Everything was good up until a couple of years ago. Everything was great. Yeah, nothing in the 40s, late 30s, you know. But yeah, that, it's just, it's it's interesting because everyone points to this historical precedent of the uh, 1980s and it's it's interesting to see one of these. And it goes back to my what, first... What, what was that? I was just uh, pulling out hair because <laughs> I haven't washed my hair in a few days and when I do that, I shed a little bit. Yeah, but, but you kind of looked at your fingers. Well, because I was seeing how much hair was in my fingers, in okay, between sure. my fingers. Because my hair is so fucking thick, it's just, I just shed constantly. But that's one of the annoying things about this inflation thing because it's been it's been put solely in the lap of the Fed to fix it when they don't have the tools. They only have so many tools. It's like going up to a, a car with a screwdriver and a wrench and trying to fix you an oil leak. You give me a screwdriver and a wrench, I'll fix anything on And car. duct tape. Duct tape. Don't they say, what, if you can't fix it with duct tape and WD-40, you're not Who a Who says man? that? Who says that? I don't know. Fucking... Uh, um, uh, Jay Powell probably says that shit. Yeah. Jay Powell is so excited to do 100 basis points. At this point, I'm like, just fucking Butthole do mouth. it. Yeah. You poxy bitch. You know who- If I see you on the street, Jay Powell, you're fucking dead, pal. Poxy? Yeah. Poxy? What's a poxy bitch? Poxy's like an adjective. It's like, yeah, but what is a what is someone who's poxy? Like cowardly. Uh, or, uh, I've never heard that. Google poxy. No, I believe you. Well, I want to give the uh, listener- How do you spell the, it? The, P-O-X-Y? Yeah. Oh, P- mm. the, Yeah. Epoxy definition. Uh, no, that's epoxy. Epoxy is the <laughs> adhesive. <laughs> uh, having little value. 
cool. Not important. You know who had who chimed in on on inflation was Cardi B. None other than Cardi B. How she feel? She's she's pro or we want to get we we, we want to get her on the show. By the way, is she pro or anti-inflation? She is anti-inflation. But guys, if you want us to go, if you have any ideas for what shows we should go on, no, what? So let us know so we can go try to weasel our way onto other shows. <laughs> Speaking of which, but so here's Cardi B talking about inflation a little bit. Whoa, whoa, whoa. this is five minutes. Yeah, we're not gonna listen to the whole thing. <laughs> I've been helping so many people for so many years. I never have helped out so many people for the past seven, eight months. And I remember something, right? Let me tell you something. A couple of months ago, I was helping um, a cousin get an apartment, right? It's kind of excessive. And now I'm helping somebody else get an apartment. Bro, I was looking at some areas, the way that the prices soar up, the way way that the prices soar up, because I'm guessing the... um, even no motherfucking inventory when it comes to homes they're selling right now. Nobody's even trying to sell their fucking homes. So everybody's like, "Yo, when the interest rate is gr- is good, that is is high. That's great because people uh people have to fucking sell their home for less, so you could buy a home for less." And it's like, "Bitch, it doesn't matter if the interest rate is motherfucking high as fuck." And, <laughs> and okay. actually, bitch, there's not even inventory. That's one, but that's another. That's another. That's true. No now inventory. let's talk about the the rent the rent i'm talking i was talking about buying house now i'm going back to rent like how are people surviving i want to know i want to know too i you know like my family and my friends they're so grateful to have me yeah but it's just like yo what happened to people that don't have a me yeah what happened to people that don't have a cardi b i don't have a you cardi i would uh, just read some shit that like love to get uh, your number britain and LA, they're gonna start having more blackouts because Brain gotta pay double the price when it comes to electricity. Right, it's true, dude. LA, How long are we gonna watch this? Cardi you B. Know that people was coming at me every single time that we saying that something Wait. bad in the economy <laughs> is happening. I just like listening to And people to her be talk. like, "Well, you was the one that told people to vote for Joe Biden." But this is the thing, right? After the pandemic, I knew that this shit was gonna happen. I knew we were gonna have now? a financial crisis. Up? And the thing about she it knew is we that were gonna have a financial crisis. Why didn't you let us know? It's all over the world. You should have said that. Like, I went to the Dominican Republic. I don't cook. All right, can we turn it off? We're gonna have bad so. inflation. Like you should have tossed that in fucking wop, man. What were you doing? She was too busy. Uh, she was too busy whopping. Pissing Ben Shapiro off with her wet ass pussy. Yeah. Ben Shapiro is. Can you find his tweet about the railroad workers? What did he have to say? Oh, what the fuck did he have to say? You'll see. Oh, God. Um, Is it going to be some kind of gender joke? Oh, what, are they waiting for the trains to pick their gender? No, it's just, so these right-wing guys always... Oh, it's it, always... The alt-right, like, it, it always positions itself as they are looking out for the little man and, like, the big... Uh, everyone yeah. is trying to screw you except for us. So he says... So the, I, I guess he's commenting on the uh, tentative deal. Yeah. The entire Democratic Union strategy is, number one, the unions spend billions to get Democrats elected. Number two, unions threaten to strike in in advance of an election. He's talking about the midterms. Three, Democrats force through an absolute sweetheart deal for unions, declare victory. And there's an asterisk there. And he says the asterisk, the asterisk is you pay for it. I love how also he's talking about an absolute sweetheart deal, which is... Maybe being able to go to the doctor. Yeah, and not get paid for it, but just not get penalized. Oh for yeah, it. yeah. The, this is unpaid leave. Yeah, but you, suck my dick. You can dick. go to the doctor, and we won't fucking uh, we won't penalize you. Yeah, suck my dick, Ben Shapiro. You fucking you little 
shit, you little worm. These guys are all such worms because they, they, they are very anti-corporations in in almost every aspect of everything. They're but they're, they're not really. But this, then they're the, not. Yeah. Right. Then they're like, oh, what, what? You can't just let corporations run amok and do their thing. What? That's the free market economy. But also at the same time, corporations are evil and they control everything. Make up your fucking mind. Right. I mean, this is a perfect opportunity to talk, to talk about, you know, corporate power in the railroad industry. I mean, it's it's all been consolidated into like four major companies. Yeah. You know, they've slowly financialized the whole thing, turning it into, you know, longer and longer. The precision scheduled railroading thing. It's like, you know, this just in time shipping bullshit where it's like everything's got to be as quick as possible. Cutting cutting the workforce. So you're paying less people. Yeah. They, I these people are so they don't have they don't have an actual point of view they just have they just have whatever is anti even even just just left of center just whatever they can keep making these kind of talking points to rile up their base cuz without them they don't have any viewers or listeners or people I don't get how this Yeah no that's totally what happens every time the unions always get Democrats elected. Then unions always threaten to strike in advance of an election. I'd like to see the data on this. But I mean, I'm sure that there's plenty of data to back this up. I just can't imagine his, you know, base of his audience is like, yeah, fuck them. Like, well, that's the thing. He's telling them you're you're paying for it somehow. You are paying for it. And the thing is, we always are paying for this shit because like. When you're talking about disruptions, this is stuff we were talking about with David Dayan. Like, yeah. this stuff already happens. They're spending all their money on fucking stock buybacks rather than track maintenance, rather than, you know, having more people on the cruise. So, sure. you know, when something goes wrong, it's not a huge delay. You're already going to see these things no matter what. You know, we are paying for it. Yeah. Yeah, it's, it's interesting that it is never, ever, ever the fault of companies and corporations. It is always the Democrat unions... The greedy unions, fat cat unions, the fat cat unions, the fat cat teachers and shit that uh, that just want. Like, oh, I love when they do that. The oh, fucking, the teacher the greedy unions. Teachers oh, unions. yeah, Jesus Christ. Oh my God. Yeah, these people. Uh, they're. How much longer will we bend the knee you to know, the teachers? Ben Shapiro's yarmulke that he always wears must be controlled by some kind of some kind of parasite that's plugged into his brain and it's just in there, just controlling everything. How much longer will we allow these? Greedy teachers. They would. They have would, their grubby little hands. If we went back to like the triangle shirtwaist factory fire, they would find a way to oh, blame to it blame on. on war, war. Oh, so now they're gonna. This poor company is gonna lose out on like five percent margins. Five percent more of their margins are gonna get eaten into because these what? Because there was an accident. What, because they locked the doors of right. the... Uh, of maybe the... if these employees were a bit more obedient, they wouldn't have to lock the doors. Yeah, maybe if they didn't need as much sleep to do the job, whatever the fuck happened, I don't remember. What what happened? They locked the doors in the yeah. Triangle Shirtwaist Factory? And then there was a fire. Yeah. And they couldn't get out. Man. What the fuck is a shirtwaist? Oh, come on, man. You don't know a shirtwaist? No. I don't either. What the fuck? Is it like a man blouse? <laughs> I don't know. A blouse is just a shirt. Can we stop calling it that? Get the fuck out of here. But All it's right. different. Yeah, you're right. It is. It's more flowy. When was the last time you wore a suit? I don't remember, but I got to get one for a I wedding get I'm one going too. to in, in November. Fuck. God damn it. All right. What else do we have on the dock? We got a couple <laughs> other things here. Oh, we got a lot of shit. Oh, man. So did you see the news just came out today? Adobe bought Figma 
for just it said twenty billion, but Who's then Figma? I Figma? See, every time I see it, I think it's a Ligma joke. Well, that I was getting you. Yeah, I was giving it to you, but Figma, Fig, Figma balls, Figma <laughs> dick in your ass, Figma, Figma. <laughs> I don't know, man. But I don't even know what the fuck Figma does. But apparently, it was enough to warrant an eight. I think it was just a, over eighteen billion dollars. Adobe bought them for Adobe to acquire. Yeah, in deal worth. Yeah, I guess it's twenty billion in cash and stock. It's a design platform. You couldn't bother to click the link. Well, it was right as I was going out the door, man. <laughs> but you were like, this is so important. God, I need to put the link in. Look at look at this shit. Figma was first founded just 10 years ago by these guys. Good for them. Yeah. Happy for them. Thousands of designers and developers, developers at Microsoft rely on Figma every day to build Office, Windows, and more. What the fuck does it do? <sighs> can we can we talk about uh can we talk about Patagonia? Yeah, the what happened with Patagucci? Patagucci? I'm sure a lot of people have heard but the uh, the founder mm-hmm. and former owner and his family are giving away the company. Are they keeping any? Like, I'm sure that they've been taking so money they out are, of it and stuff. <clears throat> they are putting it in a trust to ensure that all of the profits, which I think is uh, they're they're getting a hundred million bucks a year, is going to go to fight climate change. Good. Uh, this guy rocks, dude. Did you read the article? No. It's he's he's like so cool. He's like. Uh, he seems cool. He was getting pissed that he was showing up on the the Forbes list of billionaires. Ooh. And he was like, I don't want to fucking be on this. Like we need to figure out like he's like, I don't I don't want to be a fucking billionaire. I don't want this fucking money. Yeah. He lives in I guess he lives in Ventura and uh Jackson, Wyoming. Wow. And pretty modest homes. But uh Oh, so oh, huh. Two homes? Yeah, real real liberal. Nice. Some doing bench bureau yeah, or really something. Yeah. Uh, but I also found this really funny. So he's trying to prove that he's not like a big fancy guy, right? Mm-hmm. And he's like, I was in Forbes magazine listed as a billionaire, which really, really pissed me off. And he goes, I don't have a billion dollars in the bank. I don't drive Lexuses. And I love this billionaire <laughs> that the fanciest car you could think of is a Lexus. Yeah. Look, they're nice cars. Don't get me wrong. Yeah. Just, Toyota's like, luxury model car. I, wouldn't, I don't drive Lexuses. Yeah. I wonder what he does drive. Volvo probably. You think? Yeah, maybe. Absolute legendary move. They also talk. So, one other guy has done something similar. Oh, that one billionaire guy who gave it all away. Yeah, but you know what he gave it away for? What? He basically did the same thing. He like, he set up trusts for it to all go to causes. Uh huh. But it was to it was to fight. Like he doesn't want any action to be taken on climate change. No. Are you talking about the guy who made it all go away except for three million dollars? That guy. Who gave away his entire fortune except for $3 million? I don't know. But this guy is, he's. It's, so it's offsetting this guy, basically. <laughs> maybe. How do you know you guys? I mean, not really, because not taking climate on action change, that side has already been killing You just it said for... not taking climate on action change. Did I really? Yeah, that's fun. You mean not taking action on climate not change? Not taking action. On th- that, si- that side of the argument has been. They've been crushing it. I don't, I don't know if you've noticed, but... Uh... Yeah. I don't understand what goes through the brains of the people. Look, even if, even if it were like a, a question of whether or not it's happening, wouldn't you want to just take the... Be on the cautious side? Wouldn't you want to take that... The, just like, hey, let's err on the side of caution here. Because on the one hand, we would destroy the environment, destroy the, the world... Uh, leading to billions of people like being um, uh, climate refugees and, and starvation and all this shit. 
for what? So oil companies can profit more? Like what? What do you get out of it? We Did get shit. Not you letting fucking idiot. What are you getting out of it? Not letting China um, kick our asses, right? Because if we do it, and then China doesn't take all these things into account, uh, they just you know they kick our asses economically because we are spending all this money. Because that's and, all that matters at the end of the day, right? Of course. Folks? Have you not? Have you gotta you learned, get the profit. Have you learned nothing? God damn. We pray to the people around here. We pray to the dollar. You fucking hippie. Yeah. God, it makes me so mad. But it is funny. The The New York Times uh, could not help themselves at, uh, at the end of the article. Mm-hmm. Um, what did they say? No, it's just, it, it's just funny that they, st- it, 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 it doesn't need to be in there at all. It's like this nice story about, you know, it's this guy's choice, whatever. What, they call him a hippie? No. Also, so he they smells. Say, Some experts caution that without the, and I don't know how to say the name, Chenard. Without the Chenard family having a financial stake in Patagonia, the company and the related entities could lose their focus. While the children remain on Patagonia's payroll and the elder Chenards have enough to live on to live comfortably on, the company will no longer be distributing dis- distributing any profits to the family. And then they have a quote here from uh, <clears throat> executive director of the Northeastern University Center for Family Business. What makes capitalism so successful is that there's motivation to succeed. If you take all the financial incentives away, the family will have essentially no more interest in it except a longing for the good old days. And I just love that this guy can't... uh, Yeah, you can't have that as a motivator. He can't see someone doing anything outside of a profit motive. Yeah, yeah, no kidding. Yeah, that's a a great mindset to have. Yeah. I agree with him. (laughs) Do you? If we take these guys' profit incentive away... They'll just sit around on their asses. Speaking of profit incentives, a couple things I wanted to cover here that I found very, very interesting. Uh, I guess we'll do the car thing first. First and foremost, I'm seeing a lot more Tesla, anti-Tesla stuff, like on my TikTok page. There was a guy whose Tesla, he just bought it like a couple weeks ago, and the battery died. And the battery was going to cost like 26 grand to replace. And now he's completely locked out of the car. He can't even, he can't like open it. He can't do anything with it. And apparently when it rains. It pours. Or no, 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 sorry. The condensation or something from the air conditioner. I don't know if this is correct, but he said that it drains onto the battery, which led to the battery dying. But because that occurred, like that occurred within the warranty period. But then the death of the battery occurred thereafter, and so he's not covered. So he's just got this lemon of a car that he can't do anything with. And he was saying, do not buy Tesla. Tesla sucks. And then you had the new FSD, the, the self-driving, self-driving. self-driving update come out, and it's just terrible. There's yeah, now all sorts it, of people. It's worse. Now it tries to kill kids. Yeah. <laughs> and it's, it's remarkable to me. I wonder when it's going to finally reach the point where people don't want to scramble to buy a Tesla. And it's like, I feel like we might be reaching that point here domestically, but internationally, that's still, the message isn't out there. Like, people... Really? I feel like internationally, they're they're probably going to have a harder time. They have, like, everyone's driving those uh, BMW, what is it, the i3? Oh, yeah. um, And the Volkswagens, and, you know, Hyundai's got those... The Ionic? uh, Yeah, the Ionic. Those things are cool. Um, They're very cool looking. Internationally, they have... And China, they've got uh, Lee, Neo, Xpev. Yeah, there's one more too. But yeah, there's a ton of there's a ton of options. But I feel like those 
we were slower. You know, it feels like GM, Ford, all these American automakers finally just started making that push. Rivian just came out. They're all so heavy as fuck. They're so heavy. Have you seen the Hummer? Yes, the Hummer weighs 9,000 pounds. We're so fucking stupid. Oh, yeah. It's the most American thing. They're like, yeah, fine, we'll do it. But... (laughs) It's, it's gonna g- be fat as fuck. It's gonna be eleven. It's gonna be a BBW pounds. car. It's gonna be dangerous. Yeah. It's gonna fucking. It's gonna be horrible to charge. It's not gonna hold the charge. Yeah. It's psycho. Well, so GM, I saw this. It kind of like I. I don't understand it. So they've got an autonomous driving unit called Cruise. They're developing their own chips for self-driving cars to be deployed by 2025. They're developing their own chips because Nvidia was their chip. Um, supplier, but they they were doing so little volume, they weren't able to negotiate a good enough deal with them, so they said, all right, fuck it, we're going to do our own chips. And these chips are going to power their origin vehicle that has no pedals or steering wheel. So not only are they foisting the EVs on us, but they're also really making it like, no, autonomous vehicles are going to be the thing. Like, okay, cool. I guess that's fucking, that's just okay. No, no, no. By all means, don't do good infrastructure. Don't do good public transportation. Give us big, heavy steering wheel and gas pedal list cars. We're never gonna see our dream. We're never gonna see it, man. We're just gonna see. We're just gonna. I fucking hate this place. It all could have been so cool. It all could have <clears> been <throat> so good and so. It also cool. pisses people. Need to stop putting on Twitter. As much as I love it for one second, I just get heartbroken because it's never gonna happen. But people love taking the the rails they've put in China recently. Oh yeah. Comparing and then it to here. Comparing it to how long it would take to say get to from New York to Chicago. Yeah. And it's like <laughs> it's like if, two if, days. If we started doing that, you know, you could get from New York to Chicago without ever stepping foot in an airport in two and a half hours. And you're like, shut the fuck up. Yeah. It's not gonna I happen. know. Yeah. <laughs> well, first I got to do a feasibility study that would take five years and, you know, cost right. $20 billion. And then we're going to give the contract to the worst, uh, most offensive private company we've ever encountered. Yeah. Oh, Jesus Christ. I'm just... And so then crazy. after 10 years, we're going to find out they never built a single track. <laughs> yeah, no kidding, dude. <laughs> I fucking hate it here. I hate it here so much. But we shouldn't be so pessimistic. Oh, can yeah. We? No, there's so much to be optimistic we, about. We can do it. Yeah, we can. We just have to hope that enough people takes, in Congress die. Yeah, as long as we let our grandparents stop running the country <laughs> yeah. into the ground. Great grandparents at this point. Truly. Jesus. Uh, well, the last Some one. of them, you know, got to shout out the king because we're talking about the railroads. Um, Ooh, Warren Muffet? No. Charlie Munger? Bernie Sanders. Oh, Bernie Sambo. The Republicans tried to push through a, resolu- a resolution late yesterday uh-huh. in the afternoon to say that the unions had to adopt the the PEB resolution, uh-huh. Bernie Sanders stepped up. They don't have to adopt any kind of resolution. I can't do it. I should. <laughs> that wasn't bad. Yeah, I used to be able to do it better. But that feels like one of those impressions that everybody can do, so I don't even bother. Hillary Clinton is a bitch. Is <laughs> <laughs> He should have just went for that because, like, yeah, honestly, just say it. It would, it would, he'd win if but, he just said Hillary Clinton. I'm just gonna say it. She's a rotten bitch. She's a bitch. <laughs> there it is. Hillary Clinton is a bitch. She farts constantly. She leaves doo doo stains in her underwear, and 
this country would be ashamed to have her as president. Thank you. But the way the media covered it anyway, it was yeah. like he was doing that. Uh, so he should have just went for it. He should have just said it. He yeah. could have just been Trump. Donald Trump uh, is a bitch. It actually would have been <laughs> sick if he if he just started he dunking on bitch. everybody. Yeah, calling him bitch. Pete Buttigieg. He's a bitch. Bitch. Yeah. Absolute bitch. <laughs> Beto O'Rourke can't actually skate. He's a bitch. <laughs> I've seen him try a kickflip. He can't do it. Amy Klobuchar. Amy Klobuchar. You know, she's a nice lady. No, she's but a... at the end of the day, a bitch. Hair, hair comb throwing bitch. <laughs> hair comb throwing? Oh, man. The, Through a comb? Yeah, her staffers came out and said she was like the meanest. Yeah. And she would throw her combs at people. Wow. Wait, the, before we run out of time, there was one bit of news that I that I wanted to put in earlier in the thing because I feel like it is a fun, interesting thing, is how Netflix is... Uh, so the news came out. We obviously know that they're doing the ad tier, but they are expecting about 40 million people to sign up for the ad tier. I don't know where the fuck they get that Honestly. figure. But, I, hey, I might be one of them because I'm not paying $18 or whatever for the shit. But, yeah, I'll pay 9 bucks to sit through a commercial. I don't give a shit. But, so, they are also reportedly moving away from the binge model, which is really kind of a big deal to me. And I bought some It's a big deal to you? Yeah. Well, as a trader because I, <laughs> oh, okay. I bought some long-dated call options for next October. Because, you know, the stock has just been absolutely fucking decimated and it's come back all the way down, I think, back to its 2020 low. Um, and so I think that they could surprise to the upside because getting rid of the binge model, think about this. We talked about it yesterday on the brainstorm. If people, if say I'm a person who only wants to watch Stranger Things and then. You're I, a person I who only watches. Wants or to watch I, Stranger. I mean, I did get Netflix to watch some show. I don't even remember what the fuck it was. A couple, uh, it might have been Ozark, and I, I got Netflix for just a couple weeks just to watch all of Ozark, and then I canceled. But if this non-binge, if they were doing it where they release it once a week, I'd be inclined to keep Netflix for longer, or just would, wait till the whole show comes out. Fuck you, dude! Wow, fuck. See, now that would be smart, but I'm not smart, so I you would know? be like, okay, I guess I got get Netflix for a couple months. Damn, they got me. Well, oh, here's a new one this week. Okay, cool. I guess I'm watching Sorry. Netflix today. I could see you had that whole thing worked out, but didn't see, even see. But if I'm if I'm an idiot, and if everybody else is an idiot, which they are, sure. I mean, this is the United States of America. Uh, this could really help their their subscriber numbers and ergo their revenues. People are stupid. Yeah, people. Not our listeners, though. Our listeners, arguably, our listeners are the smarter ones. The viewers, dumb as rocks. You think so? Because they need a visual stimulation like, to go. Yeah. Sometimes I will be listening to. Do you watch stuff with subtitles? Absolutely, all right. the time. Because I can't hear. And I'll be listening to a podcast while I'm driving or something, and I'm like, I wish there was somehow with subtitles on this podcast. I can't fucking see. <laughs> can't fucking keep up. <laughs> see, I can't. I don't know if it's because our comprehension skills are lacking. Wait, dude. Where I'm watching something, and I'm like, what they're saying stuff, I get it, but I don't get it. I tried, I got Audible for, when I moved to LA, because I was like, well, I'll be driving a lot more, and I won't be able to read as much. Like, I used to read on the subway all the time. Yeah. So maybe now I'll, I'll read books by listening to them. Impossible. I did, it, did it for one book. Yeah. 
And I was like, I have no idea what, the, what was that book about? Yeah. You just are driving and you like space out. You're like, I guess that was like 30 pages, but I don't. What gets me is I, you know, I start to hone in on, on the speaker's audio uh, or whatever you call the, um, dude, see, this is what happens when I don't have breakfast before I come. Cause sometimes I'm like, if I have breakfast, I'm going to crash and I'm going to be tired but if I don't, I'm going to be all wired, but then my vocabulary is lacking. I can't think of the word. What's going on in this like fickle little <laughs> system you have? <laughs> <You're>, <laughs> Maybe I have stomach bacteria. You constantly are texting me like, I am I took this out of my diet and it makes my brain go a little bit. It's like... <laughs> <laughs> Something's wrong. I need, a, I need to see a nutritionist. What was the point you were trying to make? I was trying to <laughs> make the point that uh, uh, I, I pick up on their their nuances, their verbal cadences. Oh, stuff. no, you don't say? Yeah. And it drives me nuts. And I'm like, oh, this person says they speak a certain way. And yeah, I, I listened to this one finance audiobook, and this guy, it was impossible to listen to. I listened to the whole thing, but then- It's like yeah. you with me. You're not that bad. You just say um a lot. And, and the same way every time. That's what gets It's me. just me thinking. It's just the wheels are turning. I like to I think it. before I say something. Wait, scroll up just a little bit, please. I got nothing. What am I scrolling? No, no, the, the, up here. Oh, oh, I just I just thought it was interesting. The um, Tim Apple, who, you know, we talked about the green the green bubbles, the green text bubbles, and some some Android loving. Oh yeah, bucket. yeah. He tried to he tried to push him on the whole you know join in and let Androids have the nice text in and tim apple said oh why don't you just buy your mom an iphone then yeah you don't want put the green a thousand songs in her pocket <laughs> yeah yeah you don't want the green bubbles do that wait and then one more thing that i thought was funny i saw that med i know we got to go to after hours i know you're making it bigger i see but i wanted to say i just thought it was funny <laughs> <laughs> this, that, this is not going to be good. I, I it's kept, not going to be like, worth it. I, can't, I said that for the last three things. I just thought it was funny that Meta's, dude, Meta's stock is back to the 2020 lows. Ooh, 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 you know, when COVID ooh. and everything dropped, it's back down to those lows. It gave it all that's back, why, baby. That's why he's been doing those fucking Muay Thai videos. Yeah. So when his workers try to overthrow him and- He's ready to fight. Bang his head against the fucking ground. Yeah. And I, I guess there was an internal thing. That would be cool. I'm going to try to get a job at Meta and be like, Come on, we should all let's all kill him. <laughs> let's all kill him. I'll be yeah, working in uh, you know, he's in probably the got bodyguards. Do you think he's got bodyguards with him all Come the time? Come on, he's up there. Can't, sure. You can't stop twenty of us. I saw the kickboxing video too, but there's so many of us. Also, he's a dork. <laughs> he's practicing. Remember when it comes sweet, to the real thing. Remember the sweet baby race bullshit? Yeah. <laughs> let's kill this motherfucker. <laughs> let's just kill him. But I saw that, yeah, of course, he's got a bunch of bodyguards. But oh, they, shit. Yeah. What a douche. Zucker corn. But so they apparently, uh, there's they're struggling to keep up with TikTok, which is funny because, yeah, the reels thing. It, you know why? Because you got too many things. You got reels and you got the other, what's the other thing? Pictures. No, <laughs> <laughs> no it's like. <laughs> stories. Reels. No, not stories. There's reels and and video and some other thing and they're all it's confusing it's confusing man just well did you see they just they've been testing uh groups no basically a be real adjacent thing where it's the it's got the front facing and the back facing camera yeah I don't know. all right before we get killed we are gonna go to after hours. after hours if you would like to see us there 
you just sign up. Oh, I wanted to say something at the top. About what? We always say like, comment, subscribe, blah, blah. But if you could give us a five-star rating on on Spotify yeah. and and on all the uh, audio platforms. Also, you know, share the share the share the um share the podcast with one person every week. <laughs> hey, I think you'd really like this podcast. Please. Uh but yeah, those help. Um so, you know, <clears throat> we're still a, you know, new podcast in the grand scheme of all these things. Yeah. Like, comment, do all the algorithmic things. Like me, comment me, finger me, tickle me, cuddle me, love me, kiss me. Hug me, me, squeeze me, me, hold me, me, fuck me. me. Mm. Mm. Goodbye. Bye. (laughs) This week on After Hours. I don't eat meat. This guy's a bitch. Oh my God, I'm going to die of a heart attack and then a bear's going to chew off my dick. I didn't know you weren't supposed to push when you shit. (laughs) Sign up on tmgstudios.tv to watch the full bonus episode.